does it mean to be born again? Um, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take us back to the story in the book of uh, in the book of John, uh, where Nicodemus asked uh, asked Jesus Christ. So, um, like I was saying, Nicodemus came to Jesus Christ and asked, "What does it mean? How can a grown-up man like me be born again?" When the issue of being born again was ask what what does it mean to be born again do i need to go back to my mother's womb and be born again and just be given birth again that's 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 the issue because that that's how nicodemus understood the issue of of uh, getting born again and christ had to uh, explain it to him that no that's not how it is that is not how it is actually for you to be born again it's not your physical body that needs to be born again it's actually your spirit man remember Deacon told us that this flesh is not us as we are spiritual beings we are spiritual beings living in a flesh in a body the body is not the one that gets born again it's actually our spirit that gets to be born again because we were born of God before our spirit was corrupted before our spirit was dented, before we were made to be born with sin. That's why the Bible in the book of Genesis talks about us being born in the image of God. When the Bible talks about we were created in the image of God, it does not mean that we were created in his image physically, no. Because God is not man, he's not a physical being, he's a spiritual man. Meaning our image, it explains our spirit. We were created in the image of God, meaning our spirit are formed from the nature of God. When God created man, the Bible says he breathed into man the breath of life, the breath of uh, the Greek word called zoe, meaning life. The breath that God breathed into man was that of he, he gave part of himself to man, part of his spirit. That's how we were born. That's where our, us, as a, our origin, as human beings came from, as human beings came from. So meaning our spirit is the one that gets to be born again because it is the one that was cor- corrupted. It was. It is the one that was dented. Amen. So, so as we, we continue to discover what it means to be born again, I don't want to preempt everyone else's thoughts. So I'll give chance to some people to say something. I'll come back again and continue to say some of my thoughts, what I think. So if I've said whatever you were meaning to say, you can still say it, use your own words. You know, these are spiritual things. So you can still say it. So, yeah. So um, so what do you have to say about this? Yes, this topic, Simon. What do you understand about being born again? Okay, amen. 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 Yes, we are here. We are here, don't worry. All right. Uh, Anyway, I will just continue from where you have started, like uh, uh, just running through in the book of John uh, 3. So like uh, to top it up from there, I think being born again, uh, it is the spiritual matter, not the physical matter, like uh, if I can start it like that. Like uh, looking at where Nicodemus came from, uh, 
because the guy needed some, he had some questions uh, to ask uh, Jesus Christ. And then looking at the answer that Jesus Christ gave him, like um, uh, flesh uh, gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. So looking at just that one, uh, there's, uh, there's just no way a grown mm -hmm. man can go back into um, uh, the mother's womb and re reborn again. So there, mm -hmm. it is the matter of faith. It is mm -hmm. a matter of uh, faith, um, like you believe in God, like mm -hmm. you having having this belief within you, this Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's now that is now being born again. It mm -hmm. is like me, uh, Simon Temple, like turning away from my old ways, the way I used to to live my life, uh, mm -hmm. the way I used to do things, like uh, when. When I accept Jesus, I believe in this name, uh, Jesus Christ, and I have faith in Jesus Christ that is now being mm -hmm. born again. And when I have faith in him, as in Jesus Christ, I mm. stop what I used to do as Simon. I turn away. If I used to drink, if I used to smoke, if I used to, do, to be a drug addict, I turn away from those things and I focus or knowing who Jesus is, like developing a relationship with mm -hmm. him that is now uh, being mm -hmm. born again. Like we can quote scripture in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 5, 17. We can even, anyway, I've got a number of scriptures here that I am looking at, but I'll just uh, mention them. Maybe come on video recording on our own time. And then Titus 3, mm -hmm. verse 5, and then first Peter, chapter 1 verse 3 we can even we can find it again in first john chapter 2 verse 29 we can find it again um again in first john 3 9 4 7 and john 1 12 and 13 like all these scriptures they they are showing us like who we must be after we have received this uh, faith after we have accepted Jesus to be our personal Lord and Savior. So, like, um, it is the relationship that you have with him, the relationship that you build mm -hmm. after you have believed in his name that is now being born again. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me take a rest from here mm -hmm. and then we move on from there, Jacobus. Okay. Yeah, that's very true. I actually agree with you. When you are born again, you you tend to have a relationship with God. It's where you you <clears throat> you you come before God bare like bare uh, just surrendering yourself, like telling God, "Good, okay, this is me." Uh, you want your spirit to be renewed like that. You accept your wrongdoings, and then you uh, want Him to renew your spirit to to give you a new spirit if there's such a thing like you giving you a new spirit like making your spirit be reborn making your spirit to remove the dent of sin that is on your spirit and remember um in my understanding when you're born again you stop living for yourself when you're born again you stop living for yourself one thing that i must make mention is that being born again is not that prayer that we pray uh, the prayer that we pray, the prayer of repentance. Uh, no, it's not the prayer of repentance. 
Yes, the prayer of repentance is one of the process of helping ours, us to acknowledge that we are sinners. It's just a process of acknowledging that we are sinners and we need help. And the help that we need is Christ, accepting Christ to renew our, uh, our spirit. And then, like we know, uh, God gave free will. God does not force things. That's why when it comes to being born again, it is a decision that one needs to make by themselves. Yes, we can preach gospel to you, we'll tell you the of being born again, we'll preach that, but the decision lies with you because God gave you a free will. God gave you a choice to make. And that's why in as much as he gave us a, cho a choice, he said, I give you, I, I bring before you life and death, nah? but choose life. He even gave us a, an option to choose. He even gave us an idea on what to choose, what, what's good for us. So when it comes to being born again, it's not the prayer that we make. It's it's, it's acknowledging that we are sinners. Eh? It's the conviction that we get to have with our spirit that, okay, there's something more that, that is missing with my spirit for me to be complete. There's something more. There's a foreign thing that is in me that needs to go for the right thing to come in. Amen. So when we get to, get to, to, to pray that prayer, it's like just, aligning our spirit with the spirit of god when we accept that what changes when we get born again after speaking the the the, the, the prayer of repentance that's why you you have to find out that nothing changes physically it's a process nothing changes you get to see that things physically but there's a change that usually takes place and the change is not a physical change it's a spiritual change yeah, like as the deaconess was saying, like uh, it brings forth a uh, spiritual change. So like um, uh, many times, like uh, people tend to ask some question, like uh, what does it mean to be born again? Like uh, practically speaking, like in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, 1, I, I think it says something like um, uh, you are made alive uh, who were dead in uh, trespasses and sins. And uh, I think... Uh, for all have sinned and uh, fallen short of the glory of God, like again in the book of uh, Romans uh, 3.22, like uh, sinners are spiritually dead. Like that's number one. Like uh, when we are, when, when one is living in sin is spiritually dead, uh, when they receive uh, the spiritual life through faith, like in Jesus Christ, like now believing uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, like turning away from uh, uh, what, they used to do like now they are rebirth like uh only those uh, who are born again like their sins get to be forgiven and they have a relationship with god like mm -hmm. uh we are we are saved by grace like we are mm -hmm. saved by grace and um it is a gift from god it is not by works uh like uh Lord Jesus come into my heart that one usually like it helps us to bring faith in us but mm -hmm. now the job it is now us now to to build up from that one like to have mm -hmm. a relationship after believing or after confessing him to come in our lives so mm -hmm. i think uh a life that we live now that is now a life of uh rebirth i can call it i think you can mm -hmm. take it up from there
Yes. Uh -huh. I'll just pick it up from a point where Simon said that um, being born again is a gift. It's a gift uh, in the sense that we, we go to the common scripture, that's John 3 verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so I know all of us were very familiar with this scripture, John 3 verse 16. Uh, probably it's one of the scriptures that we first learned in, in Sunday school, right? And then we go to find out it's one of the scriptures that uh, we use to help people receive Christ. Yeah. So being born again is a gift in the sense that God saw it fit that for him to reconcile us back to him, uh, because like we, we heard last Friday that we were born sinners. It's not our fault to be born sinners. We were born with the nature of sin, actually. That's the right word. We were born with the nature of sin, meaning that we were separated from God. Our spirit and uh, God's spirit when couldn't mingle, couldn't, couldn't be together because, uh, our spirit was contaminated. So for, for God to reconcile us back to him, for God to bring us back to him, for, us, for God to create a channel where we can have a relationship with him once again, he had to give us a gift of being born again. He had to give us an opportunity of re being reconciled back to, to him. And what is that gift? He gave his only begotten son. And who is that? That's Jesus Christ. That's where John 3 verse 16 comes in. He gave us the gift of being born again. And then how do we get to go, be born again through Jesus Christ? It's very simple. All we have to do, like someone says, it's a belief. We just need to believe. So that prayer is all about just helping us to believe. When we believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, when we believe that he came to die for us uh, because of our sins, just believing the word of God, believing because Jesus, he is the word of God, believing him and accepting him that indeed what he came to preach, what he came to, to do on this earth was to preach reconciliation, to bring the salvation of God, to bring the reconciliation between us and God. That is, that, that is what it means to be born again. Just just the belief that we get to have in Christ. But remember, after being born again, after our spirit have been reconciled with God, there's a work that we have to do. It just doesn't mean that we are born again, we believe, and then we just sit on it because there's a work that needs to be done. Remember, we still live in this flesh, meaning the flesh will keep fighting against our spirit. That's where the issue of uh, of uh, why do I keep sinning even when I'm born again? These things don't happen automatically. We have to work through our salvation. It's a process. We begin to we we begin to work to feed our spirit to rem to make sure that our spirit remain connected to God because it just doesn't happen and uh, it remains like that. No, it happens, but we need to keep keep feeding our spirit and how do we keep feeding our spirit so that our spirit remain remains connected to god that's why there's an issue of not neglecting to meet together like sunday services wednesday services when where we come together we tend to feed our spirit with the word of god the word of god is very vital not only the word of god but mingling with our fellow believers like the bible says iron sharpens iron so when we mingle with our fellow believers we tend to sharpen each other and by sharpening each other we tend to hear from each other's testimonies we tend to hear from each other as 
our walk in Christ, how it's been their faith, how our faith, our friends' faith are growing because is growing. Because you cannot say that you are born again, but you're not walking in in what is expected of you as a born again Christian or as a born again child of God. Um, being born again is about being about following Christ. Amen. Being born again is about being a follower of Christ. I know they 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 tend to to say that uh, being a follower of Christ is like being a Christian. Yes, it's like it's like that. Being born again is about being a follower of Christ. And what is it? Uh, what, what is in being a follower of Christ? What is it? What is there? What does it mean when someone says that you are a follower of Christ? You you get to imitate the life that Christ lived. You get to imitate everything that Christ did. If Christ was uh, someone who did everything by the book, uh, what I mean by the book is that who did everything by the Bible. He never did like the Bible says that he said, whatever you see me do, I see, um, I, whatever you see me do, I see, I do what my I see my father do. So even as whatever we do in our Christian life, we tend to imitate him. We've seen it done by him. Amen. So being born again is not just a word, I would say. It's not just a word. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's not just a thing where you say, okay, today um, I feel like, it's not a feeling. Today I feel like I'm born again because I've done a good thing. Today I feel like I'm born again because I've given this huge tithe. Today I feel, no, it's not a feeling. Being born again is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that you tend to live after you've accepted Christ, after you've made a decision to live like Christ. Um, and the book of um, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. I don't know if someone has got uh, uh, has got a Bible nearby. You can just, Simon, can you read that scripture for me? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, uh, verse 15, yes. Second Corinthians chapter right. five. Okay, let me try to go through the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, Deacon, you are very much welcome. Deacon Munda is in the house. Thank you, sir, for joining us. You found us. We are talking about what it means to be born again. What does it mean to be born again? Does it mean if you're born again, if you go to church on Sunday, you're born again? If you follow the commandments, you're born again. So what does it mean? And then our main scripture has been uh, uh, John 3, verse 7, where Nicodemus was asking Christ what it means to be born again. Yes, just uh, a recap of that. You found the scripture? Yes, 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 please. Yes, kindly read it for me. Amen. Amen. And that he died for all, that mm -hmm. they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, mm -hmm. but unto him which died for them and rose again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should they, I continue? Ah, just there, just there. So right, right now we're, we read from the book of Second Corinthians chapter 5.15 where it says Christ died for us. So that the reason why he died is so that we should not live anymore for ourselves. We should not live anymore for us being is we live now our lives when we accept christ when we become born again our lives are not of our own 
Remember that when we get born again, I will keep uh, talking about this. When we got we get born again, it is not our body that gets born again; it is our spirit. And getting born again is when our spirit is being reconciled back to the spirit of God. So, meaning we stop living our own life; we live the life of God. We live reflecting God to the world because our spirit is not us. We are when we get born again, we get to go back to our original nature and wh what is our original nature the one that was spoken about in the book of genesis the one that where the bible the bible says that we were created in the image of christ it's not the physical image it is actually our spiritual image so that is our original nature we tend to live our lives because of christ we tend to live our lives portraying christ that's what it means to be born again i'll actually throw it back to you simon i got carried away <laughs> I got carried away. Yes. All right. Thank you, Deaconess. Like, yes. uh, I think just uh, continuing from where you have left it from, mm -hmm. uh, being, being born again, uh, practically, it is when you just say, I believe in the Lord Jesus, right there and then, like, like, Wilford, where you are right now, you can do practically anything that Jesus did, and then you can even do much more from there. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you are you carry his nature. His nature becomes your nature as well. Like you are a God, like the book of Psalms, I would put mm -hmm. it. Like uh, uh, borrowing the, the words of one man of God, he said, uh, existence begins when one is born. So mm -hmm. when you are born, you are at a place where you are just existing. And then mm -hmm. life, uh, began, life begins when you receive Christ in you. So when mm -hmm. you are born, you are just existing. You don't have uh, life in you. Mm -hmm. And then when you receive Christ now, now life comes. And then yeah. what, what, what type of life is this? This is the life of uh, the supernatural. Now you are now a God. You are now, you, mm -hmm. you believe in, uh, you believe in a God who, who owns the earth. Nothing is mm -hmm. impossible with him. That is the nature that we carry. Like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, what can I say? Mm, it is a life in the supernatural. It is a life in the spirit. It is a life mm -hmm. beyond what our eyes can see. Like, mm -hmm. uh, um, many times the body may be weak, but when we carry on with our spirit, we see we get to yeah. see and we get to discover that we will defeat the works of the flesh because yeah. now we we are imitators of what Jesus Christ lived. So for mm -hmm. us to live this born again life, like this uh, rebirth life, like uh, like Christ, we must imitate Him. Like mm -hmm. we must we must carry on like what He used to do. Like for me to know exactly how He used to be, like Jesus Christ has our as my personal example. I must, mm. uh, I must read about him. I must see what he used to do, how he lived his life here on earth. Right mm. there and then I will see me, her Simon Temple, my life with him, my relationship with him, mm. my born mm. again. I will see it progressing. And this uh, uh, sinful nature or like, why do I keep on seeing, sinning when mm. I'm born again? It will be the thing of the past. Why? Because mm. I mm. need him because even the bible said be imitators of him so like yeah. as he is doing it as he does it as he did it 
I am doing it. I, I, I am doing it as well. I am doing it as well. There is nothing impossible in this life that we have now. The yeah. life of believers, the life of uh, being a Christian, mm. there is nothing impossible. Mm. Let me pause from there, Deaconess. Okay. That's powerful, actually. That's very true. Um, I'll pick it up also from how he said it. When I'll, I'll, I'll just um, quote one of Deacon's uh, uh, teaching he said with uh, the the one where he talked about living inside out so as uh, you cannot live from the inside to outside if you 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 are not born again because you can only manage to live from the inside to outside uh, when your spirit is born again because you need to project what is already in your spirit you need to project the the, the rebirth that is in your spirit it's when you project it outside it's the one that is going to influence your environment it's the one that is going to influence your living meaning by then you won't be controlled by the flesh meaning by then you'll be controlled by your spirit and your spirit can only manage to control or can only put sub uh, can only put your flesh into subject like your flesh cannot overpower your spirit only if your spirit is born again Amen. Only if your spirit is born again. Yes, it is a battle that will continue fighting here and there because the flesh is also active. The flesh is also active fighting to, to be seen, to be held, to be, to be to, its desires to be granted and all that. But your spirit, when your spirit is born again, and then it's being fed. Uh, I'll, I'll emphasize on the issue fed. It's being fed. And what I mean by being fed, when your spirit is born again, you need to feed it with the word of God. It's what keeps your spirit to grow. It's what keeps your spirit to be strong. It's what keeps your spirit to be able to stand even in trials and temptations. It's what keeps your spirit to be able to, 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 to be attentive with to be attentive to your spiritual to both your spiritual surrounding and your physical surrounding and then at that time you'll not be laid by the desires of the flesh you'll be laid by your spirit your rightful being the rightful person that is supposed to live amen that is supposed to control you amen so when you are born again when you are born again, it is not the time where you just think that, okay, yeah, I've prayed the Lord's or the, the prayer of repentance. I go to church, I give alms, uh, I'm a good person, I don't lie, and, and then you just sit and relax. No, salvation is, is a process. It's something that we need to continue to work towards. You need to continue to work on. The Bible says, work out your own salvation. Uh, it's like the scripture in the Romans says that, uh, it's like a man who looks at himself in the in the mirror and then when he moves he forgets how he looks like so it's the same when it comes to being born again you 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 tend to if you don't feed your spirit you you it, it will remain dormant it won't be active it won't it will be a thing of the past. It will be so easy for you to fall into sin. It will be so easy for you to fall into temptation because you are not keeping it active. You're not being. You're not keeping your connection with God um, strong. Amen. Yeah. So right there, I'll pause. I don't know if we have questions or Deacon, you have any contribution towards what we're talking about. Like I mentioned earlier, you found us talking about what it means to be born again. Yes, and our theme, our main scripture, the one that we, we, we started with was uh, the book of John 3, verse 7, where Nicodemus was asking Christ to, what, uh, how do 
what does it mean to be born again? Do I need to go back in my mother's womb and be born again? So, and then Christ told him that, yeah, for, for you to be born again, you need to be born of the spirit. It's not your body to be born again. So, I don't know. Deacon, do you have any contribution to our topic tonight? Okay. From what I've heard so far, I mm -hmm. think everybody, every speaker here has been very elaborate about uh, the issue of being born again. We, mm -hmm. we are told from the scripture that it is the inner man, which is the mm -hmm. spirit that gets born again. So mm -hmm. when we, we look at man, we have the mm -hmm. physical body, we have mm -hmm. the soul, and then we yes. have the spirit. So the mm -hmm. spirit is housed in the soul, the soul mm -hmm. is housed in the body. So what gets born again is the spirit. And then when it comes to the issue we are talking about now, the flesh. Mm -hmm. um, the flesh can only be made subject when, as you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe on him as your Lord and personal Savior that he died and rose mm -hmm. again, that he died specifically to reconcile you to God from the original yeah. nature that God created uh, man into, mm -hmm. then, only then, are you going to be obedient to mm -hmm. the spirit and mm -hmm. be able to make the works of the flesh subject to the spirit. So we yeah. find that in our walk with Christianity, that's why we say we live from the inside out. Yeah. And the reason why we find people still struggling with... Uh, issues of the flesh is uh, the lack of adherence to what mm. the spirit says. Because mm. some of the things that uh, people in the body of Christ today uh, argue about whether to go about it this way or not, actually If you are sensitive to the spirit, this is right. You can only if you are sensitive to the spirit of God and you work on the spirit man. So how do you how do you work on the spirit man to God, the word of God, looking at the life of Christ? Because Christ is our example. So the more you read and you meditate upon the word of God, you will find that you become sensitive also to the spirit of God and what it is telling you mm -hmm. to do and to direct you. And that way, you're solely going to rely on the spirit and what it says. That's why sometimes they say, uh, as Christians, the things that we do, they do not seem normal to this world, but they are very normal in the spiritual world. That's why we are able to make things from the spiritual and bring them to the physical. So when you follow the body, we use our senses. So sometimes those are instances where we find what we desire today might not be what we desire tomorrow. And normally in such instances, as a believer, the spirit of God would have forewarned you. So when we get born again, 
we study and meditate on the word of God. Like in Joshua, uh, you in the uh, in Joshua, the Bible says, "This book of the law shall not depart. Huh? Thou shalt meditate upon it day and night that you might have your way prosperous." So that prosperity is not just the physical prosperity, but also the spiritual well-being of a person and the physical yeah. as well. Yeah. Even in our, because most people uh, personally have discovered that most people compromise when it comes to material issues. We tend to substitute the principles and the wisdom of God and put it with our own that uh, suits what is of the world today. But you'll find that most people, I'm sure you have seen so many people that have chosen this path, they've reached mm. the top mm. where their people are even admiring them, but at some mm. point, because they did not take into the spirit of God, it brings problems in their life and they are downfall. So that's just one example of being disobedient to the spirit. But all you know, all I'm trying to say is as believers, in order to overcome the works of the flesh, we should be very sensitive to the spirit of God. We should develop uh, a habit whereby in whatever we do, we tap from yeah. the spirit. And that's one way mm, that mm. we are going to achieve righteousness. We should also understand that uh, man is uh, spiritual in as much as he is human. Am I making sense there? Hello? Yes, you are. Yes, yes. you are. We're just closing our mics because mm. my noise is background. Man mm. is spiritual. In as much as we are actively physical, why are we actively physical? Because we choose to subjugate or to suppress the spiritual aspect in us. But I believe if we activate more of the spiritual aspect of man, then we will be able to live a righteous life and be able to overcome the works of the flesh. In as much as we say, uh, I'm only human. Yes, we are human. But that can be overcome. If the inner man, the spirit man that is born again within us, we allow him to work as he is supposed to work in our lives without any restriction. That way, we will see God working and doing wonders in our life. So all you know, all I'm saying is well, when you get born again, it's the spirit man that gets born again. And once that spirit man gets born again, you have been reconciled to God. Like the first time as it was in the garden of Eden, you've been restored to God. And after you've been restored to God, like uh, Simon said, 
your journey begins. So how do you start your journey? Your journey starts with the word of God. Meditating upon the word of God. What is required of me from the word of God? You begin to follow that. And as you study the word of God, you begin to learn the ways of God. That way, the inner man is being activated to do things in your life. And it is your duty to allow the inner man thoughts that he brings towards you and you put them to manifestation. And that way, you will find that uh, the works of the flesh are not going to be an issue in your life. Same as the same way, you will read the same scripture on different occasions and get a different interpretation in relation to your situation and how you go about it. And when you apply it, you will see the hand of God on how you excel in whatever situation it is. So key is to be sensitive to the spirit of God, what the spirit of God is. Let's avoid at all means to disobey that voice of God because I believe each and every believer, as you grow, you are able to hear the voice of God from the spirit man that is born again. You are able to know to say, this is God speaking because God speaks to each and every one of us. I hope uh, I've made people clear. And if uh, I've lost anyone anywhere, uh, you're free to ask a question. <laughs> that was that was true, actually, and very powerful. I don't I don't even know. You've spoke my word out of my mouth, Sinizia. Do we have people with questions or contributions from what Deacon is just from saying? Anyone with questions, contributions? You are allowed to lift up your hand and then you can contribute. So uh, as you are, you can even uh, write your contributions in the comment section or your questions in the comment section. So just to sum it up, I don't know, uh, Simon, do you have any final Final words, final contribution towards what we are being we are from saying. Uh, I think uh, my final words can be: now faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I think as children of God, working out our salvation, we just have to continue meditating on the word of God. As in uh, Joshua one eight says, "Thou shalt not let." this book of the Lord, depart out of your mouth, but meditate on it day and night. So for us to, I think, to overcome these, these things that we, we go through as in our, like uh, maybe temptations, trials, I think let us just carry on with the word of God. Let us carry on like uh, imitating uh, Jesus Christ. I think from there we'll come out as in perfect Christians that we must be, that we are called to be. I think those can be my final words. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yes, the, the book, this book of the law should not depart from our mouth. That's, that will help us maintain our salvation and just grow our spirit. Deacon, any final words even as well concluding our meeting tonight? I think everything has been said. The key issue here 
is to meditate upon the word of God. And then we will find that uh, we will find no comfort in sin when we study the word of God and live from the inside out. Because when you read that, you reach that stage where Christ is at the center of your heart. You understand that he's your king because you should understand that somebody who is your king, who is your king, has got authority over your life. He determines whether you live or you die. So naturally, that's what the word king means. Somebody that has got authority over somebody's life, even the authority to live or die. But when we reach that uh, stage where we know Christ is the center of our life, he's our Lord and master, we will do everything to please our master and any time we are faced with sin, it will make us uncomfortable. Even when we are doing something unknowingly that it is sin, it will make us uncomfortable. And immediately you will know you are not supposed to do this. And you will have no problems whatsoever in obeying the voice of God. And that way we are going to uh, be able to overcome these challenges that we face as believers. So all you know, study the word of God, listen to the voice of God, understanding that we live for Christ and not ourselves. Yeah, that's very true. Thank you very much. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a comment here saying, let us be practical with the word of God. That's very true. Very powerful. So the, the word of God, let's put it to practice. That's when we can, where we'll be able to see the use of it because we can't just be harboring it and just listening to it without practicing it. So let us be practical. Like Dickon said, let's practice the word. Let's practice the word and maintain our salvation it's a great gift remember it is the gift of god it is a precious gift of god that god used to reconcile us back to him amen our salvation is a gift of god he gave us christ he gave us christ as a gift to us so that we may be reconciled back to him so let us let us not take it lightly let us not take it it's just a, a thing that uh, makes one to be a christian no there is more to it than just it uh, making us to be considered as Christians. Yeah. So thank you very much to each one of you that made time and join us. So we'll be back here tomorrow, same time. And then we'll, we'll be talking about, I'll, I'll post what we'll be talking about tomorrow. Uh, just tonight, I'll post, if not tonight, uh, I'll post tomorrow morning. And uh, thank you for making time and just uh, finding yourself here. Let's invite people. Let's share the link. When the link is shared, let us share it with others as well. We don't take your time here for granted. And let us be necessary to the people in our environment. Whatever we've learned here, 
let's go and share it they are continue emphasizing let's be necessary to the people in our environment let us be ambassadors let's share the gospel there's a reason why you you were part of this meeting it's not just to keep what we've learned here but it is to share it out there thank you so much uh from me and our team it is good night and god bless you see you tomorrow as we come back here to continue with our discussion so it's good night and uh, bye bye god bless you